Hello and welcome to episode 106 of the Summer Camp Cast. I am your host, Brandon Nichols. Joining me, Sam Spangler. Sam. Hello, my friend. And beautiful intro. Well done. It's like you've done it 106 times. <laughs> I was say, I hope you say 106 times, not just a lot of times. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm going to be uh, specific. 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 Uh, how are you doing, my friend? I'm okay. You okay? So I'm all right. You know? Life's life? Life is life, and you know it gets how, thrown in your face, and you just have to take it and accept. For how what it are is. your children enjoying summer break? I think it's it's going pretty good. I think my oldest is stressed. Oh, I, I know my oldest is stressed. She's taken on two classes this, you know, for summer class, and they're online classes, and she's working almost what it sounds like a full time ish schedule. Yeah, and I think she's like reached her peak a little bit, and I've recognized it because she's her attitude is just a little bit poor, and I'm just like, eh. But it's hard. But that's a teenager. It is also, that's the thing. That's what I was going to say. It's also a teenager thing. And so there's the part of me that tries to approach her graciously um, and met with a lot of disdain sometimes. And that kind of is like, girly, like, I'm on your side. Like, you know, but. Let me love you. (laughs) But then like our our two youngest, I think are enjoying kind of some of the relaxing parts of it. I will maybe mention this part now is that we went to Worlds of, we got Worlds of Fun and Oceans of Fun passes. And we took them, I took them yesterday, my youngest two. Which is a theme park here in Kansas City. Yes. It's, it's our Six Flags. Yeah, it's our Six Flags or our um Did you ride the Zinger? Or is it it's, even not o- it's, it's not, not open, open yet. It's not open yet. I, we saw it run, run, running without, you know, participants on it, but it's not running yet. Um, but my son rode the Mamba for the very first time, which he's Ooh. been wanting to do for a long, like, long time. Like he loved it. And I, I'm, I kick, I'm kicking myself like super, super hard because the photo that it took of us was like the happiest glee of like his like big, like just smile <laughs> and me next to him with our arms up and it looked amazing. And you didn't buy it. And I didn't buy it cause I'm an idiot. And then I got Eden to go on the prowler. Oh, Surprisingly, which she's like kind of nervous about rides anyway, just kind of by like being like, well, other little kids are going on it. Don't you see? Like, and it's not that fast. And then we went on it and I should have bought that picture too because it was her clinging. Complete opposite. Yeah. yeah, Holding my arm like she was dying. Does Anya like those type of things or no? Um, I think she's kind of indifferent. She did at one point, you know, she rode the Mamba when she was fairly young and enjoyed it. And then I don't know that she's ever wanted to do it or had the desire to. I remember the year the Mamba opened up. I was in high school and me and a buddy, it was like, we we just assumed because it was summer that they were open like super late. We didn't realize we were going on like a Sunday and they closed early. We got there like an hour before close. They actually didn't even charge us tickets to go into the park. And we got up. It was like we ran the, we got on the Orient Express. Mm -hmm. They let, we ran it three times. We sit, we sat in the front. We sat in the middle. We sat in the back. Is that the Patriot now? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I, I think they loops? got. Yeah, the it's old the one now. with the loops. Yeah. Um, but does doesn't the don't you hang from the Patriot? Yeah. Yeah. So Orient was an actual cart that you just sat oh. in. Okay. Um, but they uh, but then we went to the Mamba, and I had ridden it once before, but there was nobody on it. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, that front crest in the front seat mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. like. Holy it's crap. Legit. And what's really even funny about how much I loved riding those roller coasters is how deathly afraid of heights I am. Oh, wow. But yeah. I think it's, I've tried explaining to people, I think it's a security blanket. When you're in those seats, I feel secure. Mm-hmm. I've got the lap bar mm-hmm. or the mm-hmm. over the shoulder thing, whatever. I literally feel like secure. Millions of people ride roller coasters every day. The, the chances are low, you know, like I think it's yeah. just a mind thing. If I'm standing up somewhere high and I get close to an edge, can't do it. I, nope. Mm-hmm. Past. I'm out. I'm at good. least you know your limits. Yes, yeah. that's, that's positive. I mean, at least you can go on roller coasters and enjoy them because they are. I do love riding them. Yeah. They are a blast. I actually haven't gotten to ride the Patriot because uh, we just haven't been to Worlds of Fun. Yeah. Well, I know. Well, it's so funny because, like, you know, Kai and I were talking about the the Mamba. You know, as you're going up, and it's like click, 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 yeah. as you're going up the thing. He's like, man, he's like, you know, and it just goes up so slow and then it drops. And he's like, that's so much fun. And I was like, yeah, it's really awesome. And I said, and then there's, you know, other roller coasters like the Hulk at Universal Studios that like yeah. it's going up and then it shoots you like the, like the rest of the way and you just go. I mean, it's just like, man, it's super fast. What's the, isn't the Superman one at Six Flags where it goes yeah, straight where you, up? I think, yeah. And you're kind of like, yeah, flame, I've always like kind of flying. wanted to try that, that would one. Be kind of fun. Yeah, I would like doing that too. <sighs> but finish real quick. I guess the thing with the mama, 
We literally just stayed on it until the park closed. That's awesome. Somebody like they were like, "You want to just stay on it?" Heck yeah! And there was like, if there was people in the line of the seat we were in, we would just get up yeah. and move to a yeah, different yeah. one. And then it was oh like, gosh, and we how- literally just. It, by the time we were done, we we're just like, "Hey, so like, how's life?" You know, just like, yeah. like, just like, it was kind of just. Yeah. Do you ever the get the thing where you're like riding on a roller coaster and you start blacking out a little bit? I've never had that happen. I've had it happen. But I, I had twice. it happen to an ex once. Oh, really? She literally passed. Actually out. passed out. And See, I was I've like, n- Yeah, I've never why? actually passed <laughs> out, but there's been a couple times, like even on the Mamba this time, like when it was going uh, around with one of the curves, when my vision just kind of like. Whoop, and then yeah. it came back. And so, well, but I was just the, like, eh. So the two rides there that, it took me a while to get up the courage to ride one. I think called the detonator. Shoots you up all the way and then you just drop down. Is that still a thing? What's that? The detonator. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love the okay. detonator. So that one took me a while to get on it, but I really liked it. The one that I did once, and I literally only did it for a girl, was the ripcord. And I don't even know if they still oh, have yeah. it. They do. They do. They do you so you lay down in the cloth and they pull you all the way, like you're like cinched in. They pull you all the way back really high, and then they let it go, and you just swing. Yeah. yeah. I'm never doing that again. <laughs> it is uh, an experience. So, um, But we had a really good time at Worlds of Fun. So that they are enjoying their summer break. And the hard thing is is that, like, we, don't, we didn't put them in summer school or anything like that. You know, right. like, and that's usually, like, the fun stuff is, like, right. oh, you do that. But because our schedules, my wife and I's schedule is just too chaotic. And so yeah. I was like, we're not going to be able to get them there. And it's going to be more stress, like, getting there to drop them off and then also get them there to pick them up. So do you – you guys have you guys had the issue where you're like because of your work schedules where you're like man man we just don't have the time to do anything with the kids that we really want yeah. to do well you, you know the thing is is that like they, they're just gonna have days that they're home by themselves which we just don't love but they're also at the age now that they can they can yeah and it's not the end of the world it just we don't love them just sitting on screens all day right well I, actually i'll tell you something well off air off air okay. there, there's something <laughs> that like I'm kind of like, well, I don't feel great about this. It's nothing crazy. So people that are listening, don't freak out. But there's just like something that I'm like. There's all oh. sorts of parenting things. When yeah, it comes parenting to things that I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this. But I've kind of just had to like resolve that it's okay. And so, um, yeah, it's one of those things that it, it's, it's, there's that stress of like, I, we don't love them sitting on screens all day and just being there by themselves. But it's also kind of like. They are old enough to do it. It's right. just, they just be there and be fine. And it's just learning to regulate yeah. and, and know, it's know just, what yeah. you should and shouldn't yeah. be doing. And we're just kind of like, we're trying to figure out our plans of like, what are we going to do day to day? I was actually planning on taking him to Oceans of Hun today. And then um, just with everything going on, like Eden didn't want to go. Kai wanted to go. And I'm like, uh, I don't want to leave just my youngest here, which right. she once again would be fine. Right. But I don't want to just leave her here. And then they had some friends that were got back and they were like kind of hanging out and play with them. So it was all good. How has your family summer been so far? It's been crazy. Um, I don't know if I actually talked about this in the last couple episodes. Um, I wrecked my car, yeah. which that cost a shitload of money. Yeah. And then that was kind of basically school ended and there's just been a lot going on. And in terms of just stressfulness, right. which I know you understand, a lot oh, of people understand. Completely, completely. Are just, either your kids doing summer school? Or? So we tried signing them. We tried. So Austin's whole goal this whole time has been is to do PE summer school, so he doesn't have to do it in a massive group of thing. Yeah. Well, they offered it online, so yeah. he signed up. He wanted yeah. to get his PE and his health credits out of the way. Right. They apparently PE got booked up pretty quick for summer, mm. but so he's doing health, but it's all online. Mm. And then the one. Thing that we tried to sign Logan up for filled up really fast. Oh, dang. So they're both home. Yeah. But Austin's and Monica's here with them. And Monica's here with them. So that's, um, and that's at least nice. She keeps them. Yeah. She is so good about like activities and yeah. cre- creativity and she, stuff like that. I, so. I, I, yes. I'm so thankful for her. <laughs> I, we, I'm thankful for her too, keeping help straight you know, the <laughs> yeah. burden off your yeah. shoulders. So, but, um, so we can do things like this. But Austin also, uh, Austin's, you know, he, he's a teenager now. And he, we're practicing driving stuff, and he has a lot of f- social friends now. So, like, he's been going to a gym a couple times a week with some Ooh, friends. That's awesome. He's um, stayed the night at a couple friends as a friend's house a couple times. Uh, he had a friend came over today. They hung out. Have you done any more uh, driving? Um, not lately. Um, we were just talking. Monica and I were joking that we were going to have him drive me home. Drive me to work from lunch every day, mm-hmm. and then he can walk back with Chewy. Mm-hmm. Like, take Chewy with us to yeah, the yeah. thing, and then he can walk For back. Sure. <clears throat> I'm planning on starting this weekend, really gearing up the the yeah. driving yeah. stuff. So, cool. we were told he needed like they wanted they recommend like 40 hours worth. So, I was going to start keeping a log of and practicing certain things and build yeah. them up to certain things. So, good, good. 
but no, it's, it's, I think, I think I need another like two or three weeks before we're able to actually start trying to do some more things. Logan has a list. Mm-hmm. We talked about maybe going to the zoo one day mm-hmm. and he wants to go do Jurassic putt, which is, I guess, some yeah. golf course thing. I've in seen Independence. That, like, okay. like online. There's little things that he wants to do. And so we're, we're trying to figure out when over the next two and a half months, two months that we can do them. So it's just, once we get to, I think through the next couple of weeks, I think hopefully we can sort those things out. Um, let's move on. We got some stuff to get through. Uh, mail time. Mail time. We have no mail. No mail. Um, it is what it is. People email us, um, bspod at psainc.com. Sam. Yes, sir. It's been a while since I've asked you this, but what's in your face? What's in your face? So a couple things are in my face. So my son and I have started watching the Rocky movies a while back. So it started because we watched, well, I think we may have watched Rocky the first one. He liked it. He thought this was good. Then he watched Rocky 2, because you kind of have to watch Rocky 2 if you're going to, uh, I mean, like, <laughs> I know, you know, for people that like, you know, it gets, gets me in the feels sometimes because right, right, right. there's something about that pushing yourself to your limit. Right. There's something about that that speaks to me as a person. True. I, I will say it has, it had way more, it had way more depth than it should have for the movie than yeah, it was. Yeah, of just like, you can do this yeah. if you're willing to put in the hard, you know, the, the effort and everything and you can get there. Here's, here's a question for you. Okay. Do you think if the cultural world environment at the time wouldn't have been what it was for the first couple films that those films would have been what they were? I think you may have to explain a little bit more. What do you mean? Like by that? the whole Russia, USA. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. And then the like you're talking about some of the later ones. Because that's oh, four. Oh, yeah, that was. That's four. I don't remember. Four, it's been a yes. long time. Absolutely. But the first two are basically him fighting. Spoiler alert, that if you haven't seen Rocky. Um, <laughs> the heavyweight title of the world, Apollo Creed. Apollo. Um, but they kind of choose him kind of just like of a, oh, he has a good name, Italian Stallion. But like Rocky's kind of a throwaway boxer, you know, like nobody really takes him serious. He kind of picks these fights and everything. And I don't think he... Um, God, I guess it's been a long time yeah, since man. I've actually watched... Yeah, no, like he decides to pick these fights. But Boys, they, we're going to watch Rocky. Yeah, they basically, you know, pick the Apollo hit Italian sound because they're like, oh, it sounds good. It's going to be good marketing and stuff like that. And then, you know, he's this, you know, guy that lives in the Bronx of... Bronx. He lives in Philadelphia, Philadelphia. and it's just oh, like, buddy. I know. So all hate mail to at yeah, Sam Spangler. <laughs> for some reason, I, I knew as soon as I said it. I uh, just m- cut that out. Cut that out. Cut that, so, cut that. Is that like he's just it's down the Italian accent? I get it. No, I get. Yeah, it. down and out on his luck. This guy that's just kind of like people look at him and like, yeah, you're nothing. You're, you've made nothing yourself. You know, you are what you are. But then he gets this fight offered to him, and he's like, I'll take it, but I'm going to train like I'm, like, hungry, and I want this. And then, so the first fight is basically him going the distance, which is 15 right. rounds, just making it the distance and saying, like, I did it. I pushed myself and showed that I could do it instead of just getting knocked out in, like, the first or second round, which is what everybody expected to happen. And then the second one is basically him just being like, man, you have that fight. You have that vigor. People know you've got something in you. Can you can you push yourself even further and then him like actually winning? And so then it kind of goes on and he fought Mr. T in three, um, clever Lang, clever Lang. And then four was is the, Russia. That's right. Is Garago. I think that's I, just I a very cool. iconic image in my head. Oh of, yeah. Of I mean, that's, uh, I totally get it. Cause yeah, Carl Drago is like, yeah, yeah. you're like, yeah, he's a, a big Russian guy. And I mean, it's like, yeah, USA versus Russia. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and just even what happens before it, once again, spoiler, uh, Drago kills Paulo Creed in the ring. Right. Um, so it's kind of like that revenge, like, I need to get back at it. So, because then after we had watched the first one and the second one, we watched Creed, and my son really liked Creed. And, like, I love uh, Michael B. Jordan as an actor. Oh, yeah. I think he's fantastic. 100%. He's a fantastic actor. Um, and so Creed is really good, too. Um, just that whole like you know build up of this like person that's like I want to be. I have not seen Creed. It's so good, so good. I just wanted to watch. Where Second your mouth one's went from okay, <laughs> but like it opens with something that I'm like, eh, you kind of need to get to four to really understand who this guy right. is, the, who right. he's boxing against. Um, and so we we did we started watching that. We just finished three, so four's next. Um, and then two things I'm just going to comment on very briefly. Since, is, I have, since I'm yeah, not Yeah, and then a lot of people may have not finished these yet. Succession, the whole you know season finale, this, the show's over. And Barry, same thing. So it's over. And Succession, probably one of the best sh- written shows in TV. I think it's fantastic and I amazing. Think, I think I asked Jeff this last week, but I'll ask you. Did they nail the landing for you? They did. Okay. They nailed the landing. How, what did Jeff say? I'm curious. What did 
Do you remember? I don't remember. I think I think it was a yes. Yeah. And he they they nailed it better than I thought they could have. I was kind of like, man, this really seems like they're quickly wrapping up this story, but with the way they handled it, I was like, yeah, okay. perfect. And then Barry, it kind of had a slow burn at the beginning, um, and then the ending felt appropriate. Felt appropriate. Felt okay. appropriate. We've only watched a, hand, a very small handful of episodes of yeah. Barry. But I don't. I don't know that I liked it as much as some of the latter seasons. But that's okay. Yeah. So now, Brandon, let me ask back to you. Yes, Sam. What's in your face? So, first, I'll start with because I haven't played a whole lot of it yet. Uh, Diablo Four is out. Sounds like um, everybody's loving it. What was funny was I've I have not in a place to purchase a new game at the moment, and there's Tears of the Kingdom, and then there's Diablo Four. How do I've, you decide? I've talked to so many people and gotten so many different views on Tears of the Kingdom. And to where it's like kind of actually hyped me up a little bit to where I'm like, ah, you know, I was way down on this game and now I'm kind of like, mm. kind of want to play it. And then there's Diablo 4, which I know I'm going to like because I played the beta thing that came out of the server stress test. Right. And I'm a huge Diablo 3 fan. I'm like, I just want to play it. I just want to play it. I just want to play more of it. Um, and so it's been like, I don't know which I'm going to do. And I was telling Monica or somebody else, I was like, I'm going to have to wait until this paycheck before I make the decision. <coughs> Dave. Um, I, but I've been playing, I've been playing like Red Dead off and on, Red Dead 2. And, but I've only been playing it because it was Dave's, it was on Dave's account and I had a download on my PS5. Well, all of a sudden I couldn't play it the other day. And I was like, why can't I play Red Dead? Oh, Dave's account got signed out. Well, he had an issue with one of his cousins and he got locked out of his account and he had to change his password. And then he forgot the password he changed it to. <laughs> and for like three days, he that was fits. like, whatever. So we finally got it, got it fixed and he gave me the password and i got on and i'm like sweet i can re-download red dead because i deleted it because i didn't think it was i didn't think i was gonna get the password from dave so i literally get on his name to download red dead 2 diablo 4 is right there and i went hmm. well, i guess i know what i'm downloading instead of red dead right. <laughs> so i just hit download on that so i haven't played much of it basically like the start of the server beta test stuff like that's that's all I've really gotten through is part of that, but I know I'm gonna love it because I'm gonna just I'm, I've already I'm part way I started with a rogue, but I really want to do a necromancer, so I'm just gonna I'm just, this weekend is gonna be the real fun part of it. And yeah. Steve and Jeff have been playing it, and since it's crossplay, yeah. they have it on Xbox, which is what I was gonna buy it on, but since it's crossplay yeah, yep. and it doesn't matter, so they knocked it out of the park. Yeah, it's so far, far. that's yeah. awesome. Um, so now I'm just trying to decide if I do want to buy Tears of the Kingdom, which I would be doing next week. So I'm just going to. Um, so there's that. <coughs> we watched Dungeons and. What? I just got one more thing when you're finished. Go ahead. Go All ahead. Right. We watched Dungeons and Dragons, which is so funny story. Monica and I started to watch it after the kids went to bed. Austin came out and said, I want to watch this. So we restarted is it. Is it in on anything streaming? Or it's it's streaming on Paramount. Okay. So, so we restarted it. And then. It was really late on like a Friday or a Saturday night or something. And then by the time, it was like almost midnight and it was about halfway through the movie and I'm like, I can feel me getting tired. I'm enjoying the movie, but I'm feeling me getting tired because it's been a long day. And I was like, oh. and I paused it and I was like, can we finish this tomorrow? And then the next day, Monica and I kept talking about it. I was like, I think Logan would like this one. <laughs> so that night for dinner, we restarted the movie That's awesome. <laughs> from the beginning. Yeah. To watch through it again. Now, I will, so I will say this. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it yet. I've heard um, good things. It's for, it does what it's supposed to do. It's one I of those movie movies. Do. I love it when movies it's, do that. It's, it's fun. It's not trying to be anything more than what it needs it, to it be. It really isn't. But yeah, is there is a lot you could nitpick if you really wanted to. Oh, of course. But for what it is, it was fun. The several there were several moments that got a huge laugh out of Logan, which I loved. You know me. Yeah. Crank and Crank Two are some of the best movies ever made <laughs> right. because they don't try to be anything that they're not. It's also reaffirmed my my opinion that um, that Chris is the is the best Chris. Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Yes, mm. I think he's the best Chris. So you got Hemsworth, Pratt. I don't even count Hemsworth. It's not fair. Why is like, that not fair? Usually, he's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you got a little crush? Is what you're saying? Yeah, is that what makes it not fair? He's too. He's there's too there's another Chris, isn't there? Chris Pine, Chris Pratt, Chris Hemsworth. Um, shit. <laughs> Chris shit. Yeah, Chris shit. I don't remember Chris, Chris shit. shit. <laughs> That's a different. Type I, there's. Of I think there's one more that I'm not thinking of off the top of my head. Yeah. But um. Anyway, yeah, so it's, it's a lot of fun. 
I would probably also venture to say that Kai would probably love it. Oh, we talked about seeing it in the theater. It wasn't one of those that was a lack of not wanting to see it. We just never found time. Right. You know how the schedules get. Oh, they're usually, just out. They're out of control. Yeah. And so, like, I, he's like, "We need to watch that." And I'm like, "Oh, I know, buddy. We, we will." But I'm now that I know it's on Paramount. Yeah, it's a which lot. I don't of fun. have, but I maybe I'll just like download the thing and you right. know, pay for it or whatever. Um. So that's a lot of fun. Okay. Um. And then I'm, I'm really kind of agitated at something. So I, I'm on TikTok a lot. I, I think I've talked about this enough. And the tickety talks. One of the Talking one of the tickets. one of the things I'm one of my algorithm pushes book talk to me. So I see a lot mm-hmm. of book stuff because and most of it is geared around the same kind of things I listen or I read. <clears throat> There's a book out called Fourth Wing that just inundated and. There was another book last year, and I don't remember what it was, it got really popular on Book Talk. And I went to go try to like read it. And it's just like this isn't as good as what it is. Basically, there was a viral marketing campaign mm. that got inundated on TikTok. Yeah. And it was just a whole bunch of people saying how good the book was. And then in actuality, the book was very as as the kids say, mid. So I was just kind of slap. No, it didn't slap <laughs> one bit. No cap. No cap. Um and What's it the was other just, one that they say slay. Um, I think that's something I different. Think I, I think I need to start saying slay, slay. more often. Oh, we need to start using that more. I need, as long as you record it around you, saying it around your eldest oh, daughter, slay. I would so slay. love it. And that just just look at your yeah. wife and go, pull your camera for half a second. I need you to send something yeah. to Brandon. Well, it's so funny. The other day, Kai and I were in the car, and we were listening to... Some some song that has no right to be as good as it was. It was like some from like a game or something. But it was like I was like, man, and I was like, this is pretty good. And I said, yeah, man, it slaps. And he's like, he just started laughing. He's just like, oh, jeez. <laughs> I just envisioned Kai easily laughing. Oh, dad. Yeah. yeah um. But so, but it overtook. And then I saw two people that I didn't even know who they were, but they came on and go, this is the type of books I read, and they read the type of books I read. I'm like, yeah. I didn't finish this book and this is why I didn't finish this book. Everyone's kind of billing it as an adult fantasy. That's like, you know, if you like young, young adult, you'll like this and it's more mature and whatever it, I finally started it. I'm about three fourths of the way through it. I'll probably finish it tomorrow. It is still young adult. Mm. Like it's okay. not, which I'm not knocking young adult books because there is a place for it. And there, I mean, there, that's Harry Potter, right? Right. And there, and there are young, like, like there are well, young adult, know, Twilight, young adult. Yeah. Kind of. Okay. I don't know. Um, there are, there are young adult books that I even like that I'll like, Oh yeah, I'll mm. read them. Um, I'm a, there are so many books that I will just, I would happily reread like the how to train your dragon books, you know, the, I would reread the Harry Potter books. Like I, they're good, solid books that I I would enjoy for sure. But when you're trying to market as it is an adult book, and I'm like, and, but here's what I'm mad about. I like it's very predictable, and some of the subject matter is very teen angsty, and you're like, yeah, this is very young adult themed things. But the part that annoys or me is have us adults just become more teenagery and angsty. <laughs> I am not going to say that you were wrong with most of the people. I was going to say know. right, but like maybe this is just our generation. But, but now. here's but we're here's, all angsty, and this and we've talked about this with video games, right? Yeah, it is very predictable. I have called most everything that has happened in this book. But what pisses me off is I'm kind of enjoying how they're getting to those points. Well, except for it got to part of the joy is the it got to, it got to I'm like I said I'm about three fourths of the way done and there's been this undertone heavy like sexual tension between two characters and I'm just like and the way they the way it's talked about is very young adults geared oh, okay. it you know upper teenage yeah you kind of you know? roll your eyes a little You're bit like, oh, just being like god. oh my gosh just but, bang and get it but over it with spent, it got to that point three fourths oh. of the way through the book spoilers um and it went way too long and it was way too much. And I'm like, yeah. to where I'm like, skip. And I literally skipped through. I'm like, I don't, it was, I was like, okay, okay, okay. Like I'll give you a page, two pages, maybe front and back, whatever, like, or maybe just front, front of the next one. Kind of feeling bad for Monica right if, now. <laughs> <laughs> But it's the verbiage. It's, it's just like, why sure. are you like sure. dwelling on this? And like, I could even give it, 
because they're certain. Take your time, Brandon. They're they're. It's but like they an, weren't. That's like the thing. That's that's the thing. They weren't. You, you gotta warm it up. Anyways, a little bit. Anyways, <laughs> so it was just very like we're gonna start getting it into finally, a relationship. It finally. <laughs> Oh, we could probably both. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Let's not go there. The okay. next new podcast on BSA. Yeah, no um, anyways. Um, but the problem is now I'm like, okay, that's happened. Now that we can move past this, let's finish the story because I still pretty sure I know how it's going to end. And also, also the other thing I hate, I hate the main character. She's oh. just obnoxious. To is me. she a Mary, Mary Jane? No, she's not. Mary it's Sue. just, it's just her personality. I'm like, what's the male equivalent of that called again? Oh, uh, what was it? Um, Mary Sue and I don't know. I, yeah, remember, I remember the, the funny thing is a, that all I can think of is the female version of it. There's a male version sexist, of it. I remember. Maybe. Anyways, I'm so like it's kind of like I like the book. It's nowhere near as amazing as everybody makes it sound, mm. but it's also like it's predictable, and I think because it's actually more YA than what people are willing to admit, it's just one of those things. But okay. I would say if you're into YA, like and you're like. Did you just create that? Did you just coin that? Or is that what people call it? Young adult? YA. No, YA. No. Just do, do, you just, do people refer to it as YA? Yeah. Oh, Young adult. That. It's just short term. I've never heard it. somebody short term it YA. Oh, you have When you a, said it? Well. I was like, oh. I'm more. Look I'm, at, look I'm, at in, I'm into a lot of book communities. I have I always gotcha. been. So I know like, yeah. you know. But anyways, uh, if like, you're into that, I, I would recommend it. If you're looking for a fantasy, an adultish, young adult fantasy novel. With dragons. Okay. Check it out. Not too bad. Did you say the name of it? Fourth Wing. Okay. I thought I opened with that. I don't know. I can't remember. Gosh, I'm know. getting old. I kept talking. Yeah. I talked too it's much. Okay. Oh, two real quick oh, things. Yes. I just want to make you a comment you, on this You said you wanted to say. So something I forgot to bring up is that Kai has started playing Rainbow Six Siege. And so I've been playing with him a little bit. Has he? And he's pretty dang good. Is he? Yeah. And it's been fun because he's pretty dang good. Uh, and it's just... You know, he'll get on these kicks where he likes these different type of, like, hero shooters types where you pick right. out your class. And it's just, it's fun playing with him. Didn't Brent say Des had been playing? I don't know. that I, He's pretty cautious about what things he introduces them to. Or and it's I kinda, Fortnite that he plays a lot. Fortnite. Of, yeah. And I, so I was like, I was even in questioning, and I'm like, but I was like, Because, you know. know, I just want to say, Austin will play it because he's played yeah. it before. We had a night where, like, yeah. three dads and three 3v3. Yeah. Dads versus kids. Yeah. That would actually yeah, that be pretty would be fun. fun. I, I would like that. And then the other thing that has been a kind of a staple in our life here is, I don't know why it is, but the Peaches song is so good from Super Mario. Peaches, 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 Peaches. Yeah. Peach. Have you seen the thing that's really... It's so cool. Have you seen the thing where that's... And with this star, we're gonna rule. Peach, understand. Oh, it's so good. And I didn't like it in the like in the theater. In the movie, I didn't like it in the movie. We didn't get to talk about this on the podcast. Did you like the Mario movie? It was. It did what it was supposed to. It did, which yeah. I was hoping it would do. But more it's going to make. It, was supposed to. it made billions, billions of, dollars, of dollars, so it's going to do the same thing next time too. Um, did you see the comparison where that's really just Rick Astley never going to give you up? What is the breakdown between that and Peaches? Somebody broke down the 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 note progression, really? the note progression, and even the the way that he sings. No way. I'll show it to you later. All right, you'll have I'll show, show it to you okay. later. But yeah, the We're boys love that song. Peaches, peaches, peaches. Peaches, peaches, peaches. I love you. Um, so good. I want, let's get through, a, about halfway through the show, I want to get through a couple of reviews on a couple of things that we have watched, not together, but independently. Okay. I'm going to go from the bottom up on my list in case you were looking at it. Uh, <laughs> yes, please. Across the spine. Across the Spider-Verse, yeah. Sam. How did you like the movie? Fantastic. Was? It's amazing. Did you know it was a part one of two? No, I had no clue. So he, I'm going to tell you a story. And I got really agitated when it happened. So before, Austin and I have made a thing up where we go to see Spider-Man movies now. Um, and so we're, we're going in. It's just me and him. I looked ahead of time to see how long the movie was. So I had that in my head of how long the movie was going to be. We're watching this movie real quick. Does Kai keep his mouth shut while you guys watch a movie in movie theaters? I think so. Can he teach really. my child how to do that? I mean, I could. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Just like, get some duct tape. In the movie, like. What is it? And I'm going. Oh, you mean like talking? Yes. Oh, I thought you actually meant like in the seat just being like. No, I mean talking. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Kai is pretty good. about. He used to kind of talk a little bit more. 
But now he's oh, better about kind anyways. of just like enjoying it. So he likes it. We're watching the movie and like right when shit's really picking up, and I'm like, man, this guy be getting close to the movie. They're getting like it's getting ready to happen. Yeah. I casually look at my phone and I look to see what time it is, and I go, and then my brain calculated backwards. The movie started at. Uh-huh. We didn't have any previews. Same. Wait no a minute. Previews. And I went, wait a minute. That would mean this movie's getting ready to fucking end. And I turned and I looked at Austin. I was like, Austin, they're getting ready to just drop this movie off in the middle of what's happening. And he kind of goes, what? And then, yeah. boom, credits. And I'm like, oh, I hate that. And the, yeah. what was really great was the guy next to me goes, and his kid are like, no. Did you see that they're spo- they're like planning to release like the second part, like, March or May yes. 2024. I'm like, yeah, good luck. Yeah. And that like Spider Gwen hasn't even recorded lines. Right. So I'm like, but, yeah, that's But then I asked Austin about it and he goes, well, I kind of already knew they were going to have to split it up because earlier this year they'd made a comment that it was going too long and they were going to split it up. And I went, mm. how did you know that? And I didn't know that. Yeah, that, that is kind of, well, and I had no clue going into it, but I thought, I thought it was fantastic. It's a little funny because it's kind of like you'd already seen uh, the art style and everything from the first one, you know, the My- right. when Miles Morales came on. So it wasn't quite as surprising, but the vibrancy of the different type of styles. Hobie is amazing. Yeah, being melded in and all the, that type of they stuff. They said, I, I saw an interview where one of, the, one of the artists on the movie said he alone took two to three years. Yeah, and then just they, to get him in well, the and I also heard that like the Spider-Man chase scene took four years, and I'm like, yeah, I don't doubt it. Right, <laughs> everything going on in that scene, I'm like, that was crazy. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited for. And what was really weird is right before they hit the very end part, where they did the big twist at the end. The whole time I'm sitting there going, well, that doesn't make sense because of this, yeah. and if this is this, then this, and then I'm going, and then I'm like, oh my god, it is that. It's like. Oh, and then as soon as they like really unveiled it, I was like, I bet you. And then sure enough, I was like, yeah, yep, there it is. Yeah, and I just, I mean, you know, it's one of those things that like the whole like um, anyone can wear the mask, kind of like the, even the Ratatouille, anybody can cook. Right. Anyone can cook and it can come from anywhere. It's like, I love that type of message. Oh, a easily. Because there's always the I th- I, society type things that like kind of hit that are like, no, you can't do this. You can't be this. That just yep. doesn't fit. I kind of love the especially, mold, especially like, in today's world. Yeah, it's like no, break the mold and just say no. I yep. can. So, um, but no, so I really liked it. I'm really looking forward to the next one. I really hope that it actually releases when they say it's going to release. Uh, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be pushed, but I could be surprised. Um, what did you think of the season of Mandalorian? This is how long it's been since we've talked. I liked it. I, I liked I it, it too. Was a pretty decent ending to the whole arc of everything that was happening. Right. Um, I heard that they did kind of force Baby Yoda in more scenes than he was supposed to be in. Right. And so Gotta I could appeal to the audience. I know. <laughs> that's when, when Disney starts messing with like, we have to have this in there because the marketing and we want right. to build, you know, sell toys. We have to sell toys. <laughs> yeah. It's like they need to just leave their people that are creating things alone. Leave John Favreau alone. But I felt, I also <laughs> felt like what he, they offered, it wasn't like the end of the world and some of no. like, the I robot they drove. No, yeah, no, the robot. No. I was like, I was like, that was fine. You know, it did kind of get a little bit like tired. I was like, okay. But then even like um the main baddie getting it in the end and then the force bubble. I was like, yeah. I was like, and it's decent. The main thing that this entire season did was nothing but reinforce that they are writing him like Batman. I've said this before in like the first season. Yeah. They had the hallway fight scene where he was basically went all Batman in that one like hallway. Yeah. I don't think that was season two, but I was like, this whole this whole whole season it ended, and I went, he's Batman. I I, I can't. That's all I'm envisioning him as. And then I'm like, I, I'm fine with Pedro Pascal being Batman yeah. too. Like put him in whatever. Do you want to hear something funny? What I think he seems like he's getting tired of playing the Mandalorian. I think he is. Okay, I was like, no, it, it, which is funny because interviews. he doesn't have like I haven't seen any interviews, but it's like. His character does not seem as expressive, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> Which is like he wears a, a helmet so the entire time. Watch, um, but he seems not quite as like excited. There's he, in his role. There's a roundtable interview that he's a part of with a whole lot of actors, um, but the main one that made it really enjoyable for me was sitting next to him in the roundtable is Kieran McCul- uh, McCulkin from Succession. Mm-hmm. The you know, yeah, what's yeah. his face brother roman roman yeah um so their th- their interactions alone was hilarious to me but in that interview he's he kind of talks about how you know i was like i kind of want to do some of this stuff 
But at the same time, it was uncomfortable for him doing it, being in the suit. So it's like, but you just hearing him talk about it, like he kind of likes it. But I don't think, I think he's like, eh, I can, I, I think, can stop. Yeah, that's the thing. I think he's just kind of getting tired of like that role a little bit. And Correct. You know. That's how I feel anyways. And so it's just, it's interesting because like, like I said, he's got a mask on. So you or a helmet, so you don't ever see his face. But it's like that first season, some of the scenes that he like portrayed, like emotion without showing your face, I was like, man, he really pulled that off. And now I'm kind of yep. like, eh, he doesn't seem like he's in it, into it as much. Um, and then Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. I'm going to make a statement. Yes, please. And I've already been told that I'm wrong, but whatever. I think Ted Lasso, if they were to never do it again, ends as one of the best tv series ever that's just my opinion i would buy this on a box set if they release this whole thing in some kind of form of physical media i would buy it i just from start to finish i know you weren't a fan of season two not quite as much but i don't know from start to finish to the end and a lot of it i will 100 percent admit a lot of that had to do with uh personal uh mental emotional aspects of my life especially towards the end of the third and final season i just i loved the third season yeah and it was just like i feel um ted lasso is maybe probably one of the better portrayals of how healthy mental health or mental health could be handled in a healthy way among men yeah and talked about in a supportive environment that shows that there's a lot of different personalities that can exist and you can be going through very hard times and it's okay to accept the help that is offered to you and um, move through very difficult things. Yes. And I is a series I have thought about starting over. I love you and fuck you is all I'm going to say. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, yeah, that scene alone was like really hard for me and it was like, yeah, and you know it's funny you say that because I said to Monica, I, like, I think I want to restart Ted Lasso. Yeah, <laughs> like I, just from start to finish. Yeah, I think I would also like, just catch all the callbacks because they do a lot of fucking yes, callbacks. And you know, like some of the like it's one one of those things when you introduce characters that are just so memorable, like Beard and like oh, um, Beard. Beard is easily one of the greatest characters to exist in anything. Yeah, he's fantastic, and he's just so layered. Like, yeah. what is with? And you? he's one of the writers too. Like, yeah. I didn't realize that he did like a ask me anything on Reddit, and I was reading through some of his stuff, and I was like, oh, that's cool that he like writes it. And then to see like Jamie and um, oh shoot, uh, Ray, uh, Roy, Roy Kent, Roy, Roy Kent. yeah, Roy Kent. To see their interaction and know that they like Roy Kent's like the guy that plays him is actually like one of the sweetest guys in the world, right? And that like they like try to make each other laugh during scenes. Oh, it's watching them talk about each other and their recording is like you guys are so adorable. Yeah, and then just Jason Sudeikis is like super optimistic in the face of anything. And he went through a lot of shit just when filming that because he got a divorce and he has a kid and they had a lot of stuff going on. And I felt like he put a lot Brought of that into of that. that i agree and so i think it's one of those things that i kind of like can see the effort and the like you know love he's putting into yeah. that character and it's one of those that i'm like i think yeah i think i'm going to start this over and watch it again i feel like i have already said this on this podcast within the last like two or three episodes maybe with somebody else or with you or maybe I, this was with you did you hear about how the guy that plays roy kent became roy kent yeah yeah, well, yeah, where he's just like, I think this is this, me. I think I could be this. And yeah. then he made the audition tape awesome. and sent it off, and then flew home and was like, "Nope, we're good. We're good. We're good with you. We're just gonna stick yeah. with you." And no, I like, thought that was great. Yeah, I so, thought that was, that was awesome. awesome. Okay, we've got twenty minutes left to try to keep it under an hour. We can do it. I want to just do some highlights of the summer May yeah. fe- uh, game fest. I haven't. I honestly haven't liked the last. I didn't like. I didn't really care for the PlayStation thing uh the summer game yeah, fest and at thing the end I, like I, a, eh. give me i want a rating from you i want to know what you think like maybe out of 10 of the same uh, of, I, this, of this game you, you want to get to you now or at the end let's do it at the end okay let's do it at the end. so let's i'm not i'm not going through every game that was unveiled i have a small list eh, maybe not quite small but a list of games that i found interesting or things that i wanted to talk about um we got you got to get caught up on some of that before we started recording but um they opened up with, and I was super like blown away because I was not expecting it from where the franchise had been to what they were showing. Prince of Persia: Last um, Lost Crown. Yeah, you go wow. from a 
almost God of War style, or OG God of War style gameplay yeah. to a, a side-scrolling Metroidvania, you know, like, I'm like, because it started going, I was like, is this, is this Prince of Persia? Is it? Is it not? Is it? It's Ubisoft. It has to. Is it? And then finally I'm like, yeah, this is Prince of Persia. And then you start showing some of the actual combat that they're going. But to take it from what it was to kind of getting muddled after like the second or third one and then like seeming like you didn't know what they were going to do with it to what they showed mm -hmm. at Summer Game Fest, I was like... I'm on board. Super excited for a Prince of I'm Persia on board. game. It's, the funny thing is, is it kind of reminds me of like the old days of Xbox Live Arcade or something like that. Oh, yeah, like Just kind of like, oh man, which is probably going to be a much more fleshed out, longer, lengthier game, um, maybe. But that would be a great game for Game Pass. Exactly. That's exactly. For Microsoft like, to go, that would be, put this, yeah, on, put game this Pass. on there. If it was like, and, and you hit that sweet spot, 10, 12 hours, boom, please. Yes. Oh, easily. And I, it seems like a game that will probably be yeah. around the 10 hour mark. Yep. But uh, Switch, it's going on everything and it looks like it'll run fine on everything. And yeah. I think that's like the biggest, one of the biggest things that's been missed in gaming is it doesn't have to be graphically heavy or 40 or 50 hours long. It has to be fun mm -hmm. and at least tell a somewhat good story. Yeah. Like it has to just be fun. Yep. Just a way to lose some time and put it go Absolutely. away. Absolutely. And you know, whenever like the Metroid Dread came out, I was like, yeah. you know, that was my um, bet, Super Bowl bet game from Brent. And I, I was like, that's perfect. This is what I wanted. Right. I wanted like a little. I remember you seemed like a little hesitant going into it. Like yeah. you weren't sure, but then you were like. Because I've not played a lot of Metroid yeah. You know, games in all honesty, especially like the side scrolling. And I love type. and I love Castlevania. So yeah. like those. Are so the, I've not done a games. bunch of those, um, but I, you know, thoroughly enjoyed it. They did uh, the gameplay reveal for Mortal Kombat one, and like showed off the oh, what do they call finish him? The <laughs> I apologize to your ears. <laughs> um, <laughs> you you redlined our meter. On oh, our sorry about that, everybody. Um, uh, what are they called partners or what did they call them? Yeah, I know what you're talking about, where the, they kind of like the, sub in and stuff yeah, like that. But I'm not exactly sure what I don't they, what what they, they called them called. directly. Um, but the gameplay looked good. I love, yep. we were talking about this for the, what, the sustainability. <laughs> it could have died, too. Easily. There were a couple, like, what was the. Some rocky years. Do you remember the the one where kind of the camera rotated 3D, 3D yep. and it was rough? Yep. I actually, I'll, I'll, I will shout this. I loved the uh, Sub-Zero story game that they released, mm -hmm. the side-scrolling one. Right. I actually really liked that. And then they didn't do shit with it afterwards. Right. And it was, I was really, like, Legends? Was it Mortal Kombat Legends, I think? That, that might have been it. Well, and there was one that was, like, all weapon-based and yeah, stuff like that, was, too. And it's like you could stab your weapon in, into the person that had, like, bleeding. And so it's like, man, they really yeah. could have, like, driven this into the ground and, like, screwed it up. But, man. But basically what they've done is they, they've rebooted the franchise to where it makes sense. Mm -hmm. And because, you know, the game, the original game, Raiden comes to find Earth heroes to do Mortal Kombat, right? And the end of Eleven saw Liu Kang becoming a fire god, and he used a time stone to reboot the universe he is now raiden but it's Liu kang mm. finding people okay. but it's different versions of some you. of the same people and there's even a clip in the trailer where it's he finds Liu kang or not yeah. Liu kang where he finds um raiden and oh, he's funny. is raiden as a I monk together, and in the yeah. thing so it's like johnny cage looks different Liu yeah. kang looks different or not Liu kang raiden it has a lot of the same, Ed Boon was saying, it's like, it's a lot of the same characters, but they have new backgrounds. They have new whatever, That's because cool. this is a new like that. universe that Liu Kang has created because of the end of Eleven. And I'm like, it was brilliant. Like, I love that idea. The way, like, the fighting game stories are always a little weak for the most part. Having said that, uh, we talked about this, and Justice, I think, is what helped them revitalize Mortal Kombat with yeah. their story. Kind of put laid out a new like uh, groundwork for them, kind of blueprints of like, I think we could do this. Right. And Tell this the how, story. This is how we could do it in a fighting game. Um, but I don't know. I, I, for the first time in forever, I think I might want to pre-order a Mortal Kombat game. And you know, in all honesty, like, let's be honest, like, yeah, I can't wait for the, mo the fatality videos. That oh, show the, like, all the, oh, all the time. I'm just like, Oh, these are so much fun to watch. Um, for some reason, Nick Cage showed up and he's going to be in dead by daylight. Some weird ass character. I don't know if it was from a movie. I don't know what it was. He looked weird in the game. He almost looked like he was trying to 
looks like a Doctor Strange type look to his character. Yeah. But then he comes out on the stage and he looks like he needs to stop being in front of the camera, maybe retire. The thing that surprises me here is that I didn't realize that Deadlight by Light Daylight is like still as big as oh, ever. I feel like every crazy about I, it. I feel like every year they release like three or four expansions. Right, but that's the I'm thing like, is like as you mentioned because I saw him walk out, but I had no idea what it was for. Right, and I'm like. Man, they got enough. You wouldn't money. have thought it was Dead by Daylight, did That's you? That's exactly <laughs> it. And I was like, they've got enough money to bring Nick Cage into this game. I'm just right. like, oh my gosh! Like, right. what is this? This game's like, I played it a couple times. I'm like, yeah, the idea, the concept behind it is like fun enough. But like, I'm like, man, really? Yeah. So you know, good for them. Um, they showed a trailer for um, Witcher season three. Did you did you get to see season two? Some we never we never watched season two. Yeah, I don't know. I it's yeah. I right. watched like a couple of the episodes. Well, it may, watching some of the clips made us go, man, we need to just watch season two so that we can watch yeah. like, because I am a. I, is this the one? Is Henry Cavill replaced uh, in three? No, he's he's still in three. In oh, fact, okay. he announced it, but they made it sound like it's, they split it into two seasons. They made it sound like this is season three, part one, mm-hmm. the way it sounded like it was phrased. So I'm not sure. Okay. So 100%. maybe he won't be in part two. Um, but Henry Cavill is, is one of those actors that I will, Henry Cavill, Idris Elba. Yeah. These are amazing, beautiful men that I'm just like, yeah, yes, yes, I love you. What would you like to do? Wow, not well, not to mention oh he's gosh. he's a freaking nerd, like yeah, he hardcore, is. like and hardcore. So it's, one of the best clips I just saw of him recently was he was being interviewed somewhere, and they asked him like Felicia on some place thing with Felicia Day like interviewing yeah. him, and they asked him what he like does in his downtime. He's like, oh, 40k, you know, da da da. Was talking about it, and somebody commented like, what army are you playing right now? And he like was like, oh, and like commented on army, and he's that. like, what? You, you want to like after this like hang yeah. out? And, you know, like they basically became best <laughs> and friends. And that's and that's I think and what I love is. about Henry he's Cavill, from, where I'm like, he's real. Can I hang out with you? Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's like legit. Like this, this is what he likes. He loves building p- his own PC. Like the fact that when they're like PlayStation or Xbox, and he's like disgusted. PC. PC. Are you kidding me? PC, man. <sighs> One of those people. And I'm like, that, everybody has. And a he is, well, he said, a very attractive, very attractive good-looking, man. fit man. That, yeah, <laughs> you would not guess that that would be his go-to. Um, there's a new Sonic game coming out that tends to go. It looks like it's basically going. All right, we're taking the original Sonic play style. We're modernizing it. We're not changing like the core aspect of it. It's your side scroller. It's your stuff. But we're adding new fun elements to it. Kind of going. Back to, I think they said retro something or other. Yeah. I actually liked it. Um, Logan got super excited because he really likes Sonic. Um, he, so he's super excited for that. Um, I know you watched the trailer. It I know didn't you're do anything really, for me. Do, is it a game, though, you think like maybe Kai would like? or No. no? no a, Kai's not into those like type of side-scrolling games, in all honesty. No? I'm trying to think if anything has ever caught his eye. Like He Mar- liked he Mario, like Mario Odyssey. Huh? Oh, Mario Odyssey. He liked Mario Odyssey back in the day, and he actually beat it, I think, before me. Um he just doesn't like those type of things don't hook him yeah. really. Um Lies of P, um, there was a lot of they showed off a whole bunch of new gameplay, and then they announced there's a demo out, mm-hmm. which I haven't downloaded, but I plan to do that and play this this weekend. The next episode I'll probably talk yeah, about how I'm feeling about what it. You thought. Yeah. Um what do you think of the gameplay of that? Like it's makes like a souls like, yeah. but it's your fucking Pinocchio <laughs> for some goddamn reason. And <laughs> whoa, I whoa, whoa, hold on. Com- you need a <laughs> comma not, there, don't you're you? Not, <laughs> You're like, <laughs> isn't that like commas kill like type thing? <laughs> like you're fucking comma Pinocchio. What are you using the nose for? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, you're not fucking Pinocchio. <laughs> you're fighting. You're you, you're playing as Pinocchio. Pinocchio. <laughs> That's um, two different total games. It right very there, much, so. very much is. And I apologize for my language. I, not really, okay. but I apologize. Um, you have to apologize. That, do you think that looks interesting to you? The things that I love from like seeing these things, even like Elden Ring and like some of the other Souls games, is how kicking the balls hard they are and the right. people that like make them then look like their child's play oh i'm just like freaking i'm like you're fighting this yeah. thing and you're making it look like you're like no hit and i'm playing with my toes and you're just like what how yeah. are you doing this and those are the things that interest me but like they are too hard for me i'm gonna be honest that like and i don't have the patience that's why those i type of games anymore. Ring. Like, and like i, just, I, I even restarted one of like the souls games and i was just like eventually i was like why am i doing this to myself yeah why am i doing this to myself stop um there's a new party animals, which I think we had like what one or two game nights with party animals, and we we're like, "This is ridiculous. Oh, Why yeah. are we doing this?" I know. Um, they showed off some more Alan Wake Two, which I am excited about because I really like the first Alan Wake. Game. I don't know if we talked about this. Have you ever played the first one? No, I mean I tried it. Like I think the demo, but I never played. That was it. back on 360. Yeah, that was back in the day. Um, yeah, I never so I'm really looking forward to Alan Wake Two. I've heard a lot of people say it was really good. 
Um, Spider-Man 2 has an official release date. Mm, yes. October 20th. I am... That's incredible. I apologize because that I apparently have movement in my front yard, and oh. I turned that on for a reason for a little bit. Um, I am... So let's talk a little bit about the gameplay because we haven't talked about this. You you got you saw the gameplay from I the did. PlayStation. How did it like make you super excited for the game? It's pretty much one of those things where it's like I, they knocked it out of the park with the first one. So like more of the same is like fantastic. Kind of like the, the discussion that we've had with um, God of War. Ragnarok was like, yeah. there's a lot of you've the got same. a framework there that fits that was Just fantastic already, it. and you build upon that, and now you've got like the instant switch between Miles Morales and Peter Parker. I want to like, see that a little more in action, yeah, because that seemed like a forced switch because of the story. But I would like to see if I'm just running around as Peter for a little while, can I then switch to Miles? And they've doubled the size of the map. Yeah. They said because it's it adds you know. Brooklyn, Queens, right. and just makes the map bigger. Yeah, and I mean, think, I think the thing is, too, is they not only did a good job with the gameplay and everything in the first one, but the story was really good, right. too. And it was just like, man, this is the way they brought things into the universe and introduced things, and things were similar but not exactly the same. I'm like, I like this story. And then the Miles Morales did the same thing. I was like, this right. is really good and like, I like emotional the at ad- times. The addition of the wingsuit yeah. with the like catching the wind. And I'm like, I can't wait to do that in combination with the swinging. Yeah, it's going to be great. And I'm like, I am so excited. Plus, like, I'm really interested to see how they deal with Peter's personality changing because of the symbiote yeah, that's going to be pretty cool. And so I'm like, yeah. I'm just and really excited for the game. It's <laughs> the, one of the games that I was like, that moves the needle on me thinking about getting a PS5. Yeah? Yep. Because it's only on the new console. Yeah, only, yeah and, and that's time. the other thing. It's only on the PS5. Yep. And so, so. that's kind of what I'm like, I... That I may be it. I feel like to pull that's the trigger. their first hardcore. Yeah, going to be their first. And it's the, it's a good one to showcase. Yeah. with like the you know next gen. Yeah, for sure. Um, Power World. <laughs> I just want to talk about it for a second. Um, it's po- going to Pokemon make, Fortnite it could potentially make billions oh, of dollars yeah. if they market it right. If they do they, it right, and it's like I don't. I'm like, he said he even Jeff Keeley even said Pokemon with guns, and I kind of went. Huh? And like it got the attention of everybody in my living room, my wife, both my kids and me. And we're like, right. we're watching it. And I'm like, what? And even like Logan and Austin are like, what is this? What kind of, it was like, right. I don't, it legit. And a couple of them look like legit Pokemon where you're like, I, I don't, did they just straight rip that? I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm, I'm more interested just to see it when it comes out. Yeah. Like to like, Show okay, you're getting close to release. Let me see some gameplay. Let me play with it a little bit, like do a demo or something, because I just want to see if it is absurd as I think it might be. Um, Lord of the Rings has another game coming out that we all hope is better than Gollum. Um, Return to Moria, where you're playing as the dwarves, yeah, trying to return to Moria. It's got crafting in it where you're building inside of the caves and like it's a very interesting concept to me because that's what the dwarves are, mm-hmm. and it's like. The smithing, the building, plus it's got you, the You got to imagine they've got to have singing of some sort, too. They better. I was going to say, because, I mean, Lord better. of the Rings and Dwarves. Um, but I know you haven't seen the trailer, but how do I say this? Seeing the reception Gollum got and knowing it's not being done by a massive, huge studio, what are your... Do you think there's some caution there? There's a whole lot of caution in From there. What it could offer? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's... I think that's fair. I think, um, yeah, especially with Gollum being kind what of it was like dead dead on arrival <laughs> very much yeah very much i, I think that, i mean it's fair to kind of say you know what like you guys need to make sure you step it up and make sure that you're making a game that is true to the world of um lord of the rings but also you know it sounds like Gollum had a bunch of trouble like kind of starting up like you oh, know from production just from exactly the and they they recognized it and didn't address it and so hopefully there's a lot more gameplay testing that is um taken into consideration as the game is developing and that they, you know, cause there's, you know, that's just the thing is people, when there's a universe that is created, that is beloved, they, those people better know that lore. Right. So I'm going to say, yep. Um, there's a game coming out called under the waves. I just wanted to bring it up because at first Austin was like, is this Subnautica? Cause it kind of looked like it visually, but it wasn't, but it's a, it's kind of like, um, a, a walking simulator, but underwater. 
So, but it, it looked like it had a kind of creepy story to it, but it looked very interesting. My first thought was, uh oh, underwater game. Sam won't want to play this. No. <laughs> just no. There's instantly. actually something I want to show you after this, okay. too. But. Um, and then there was Twisted Metal, was shown <laughs> off in a very, it wasn't like an inspired, like, I'm super excited for this type thing, but it was funny and it's like, okay. I also kind of feel like maybe they pieced it out. Like they took a long scene, a longer scene, mm. and chopped it up just to show something. And it looked very unfinished, and it's not even set to release anytime soon. So it's, I think it's, I think it's just one of They're those kind of like trying to give a um, what do they call that the vertical slice, like maybe a tonal piece of just say, this is what this could feel like. Yes, if we're going towards it, which I don't know, do we need a do we need a twisted metal TV show? Maybe I, I don't think, know. Maybe I think if you're doing a twisted metal T show, it needs it's to be exactly what you've s- we've said at the beginning of this. If it knows what it is, if it does, if it does, um, I would think it would probably succeed more if it was more anime or like yeah, maybe so. and a little more out there. Um, that's that's just my opinion. I don't yeah. whatever. Um, all right. Well, that's uh, that's the show for going through all that. I did want to know if you've ever heard a song. Yeah. Um, do you know who MC Chris is? Mm-mm, I don't think so. Have you, so you're you've gonna never, play something for me. You've never heard the song. Do you need to turn any of those dials up so I can hear it? Okay, that's why I turned that on. I know. That's why I figured that you put that so, one down. So, um, so, so you've never heard the song. Look at me. Look at me. Vets vet. No, I don't. Oh, Monica, charge your phone. All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm not gonna play the whole song because it gets a little too colorful and towards the end. But rights and stuff too. Eh. I don't know how many. We, oh, throwing gosh into it. Okay. If, if if this is getting any kind okay, of traction, this is new Brandon. Yeah. Uh, here we go. You ready? They come after us right. finally. Here we go. You've probably heard him before. You've ever heard the song "Hoodie Ninja"? I'm a ninja, nin- hoodie, hoodie ninja. I don't think so. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Anyways. Kuzumo Senpa in my DeLorean. War's over, I'm a peacetime DeLorean. Historians stump, Star Wars historians deep in the faith, but they played at Benegas. Rhyme Renegade, showed up penetrating first and second defense. I won't hesitate, got a job to do in Darcy, got the delegates, got something against Skywalker, someone he really hates. I don't give a fuck. I'm at your solo for all I carry, could be hiding Yoda's dojo. Gotta make the money, credit's no good when a job is run a shop in your neighborhood. Thank you, King Cook, I got a grappling hook. Let's make this quick, cause I'm really booked. I'm a devious. To generate defender of the devil, shut down all the trash compactors on the D touching level. My backpacks got jets. Well, I'm Bola, the fact. Well, I found the hunt. I was like, to find it. Yeah. My bed. Okay. okay. I was like, kind of waiting for like, what is this drawing to right now? Right. Yep. Yeah. My backpack has jets. Yep. <laughs> fits. I, uh, it fits. So I I forgot I owned that song. You want my phone? Yeah. yeah. Um, just for a second. I forgot I owned that song, and I, oh, I've been playing with Apple that. Music, and so I just hit random, and I was driving to work. Is that what you have? Yeah, you okay. can search. It's on my Apple Music, but um, turn the volume back up. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden it just came on, and I went, "What is this?" And all of a sudden I was like, "Oh my god, I haven't heard this song in forever!" And then it made me go on an MC Chris binge for. It's called Nerdcore. Gotcha. Go ahead. So, uh, no, no, I just, whenever we're ready to go, I figure cool. this is going to be our good end piece. This are, are we, are we ready? I think we're good. Sam, as always, it's good to see you. Good to see you, too. I'm going to play a little bit of this, and I'll send you out with my, what's it called? Tagline. Your tagline. This one is from my one and only true We're going to let this play through all the Princess way. I don't Peach. even care. Peach. So cool. I love how he says cool. And with this style, we're gonna rule. Karaoke, baby. Peach, understand. I'm gonna love you till the very end. Peaches, 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 peaches. I'll make you mine. 
Peaches, 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 peaches,